0: Today is Wednesday, August the 30th, 2023. My name is Mark Beavis. Welcome to the program today. On the show today, three more of Canada's banks have reported, and there's definitely a trend developing. We're going to look at those numbers. And the SEC loses a lawsuit, and this paves the way for some Bitcoin ETFs. We're going to update you on that story. Plus, prepare for a possible massive auto strike, both here in Canada and in the U.S., And finally today, Burger King is getting sued for misleading advertising. Let's get started with today's news. Three more of our banks here in Canada have reported their third quarter 2023 earnings over the past 24 hours. And this follows uh, both Royal Bank and TD Bank reporting last week. uh, Bank of Montreal, Scotiabank and National Bank have all released their earnings reports. Let's take a first look today at BMO. Like the other banks that have reported so far, BMO had a lackluster earnings report. They report net income of $1.45 billion, and that's up from $1.37 billion a year ago. Reported earnings per shares were 197 compared with 195 a year earlier. Adjusted net income, $2.04 billion compared with 2.13. billion a year ago and adjusted earnings per shares were $2.78 down from three dollars and nine cents a year earlier. Let's take a look at uh, some of the main drivers behind these numbers. I want to start with total provisions for credit losses. Those came in at $492 million this quarter and that compares with provisions of $136 million in the uh, prior year and this is definitely a trend that we're seeing across all of the banks. Acquisition and integration costs of $370 million which included $363 million related to the uh, Bank of the West acquisition which was completely in February. That was reported uh, on this quarter's earnings. Uh, Amortization and acquisition related intangibles of $85 million, which included $76 million, again related to the Bank of the West purchase. Uh, BMO also booked $162 million for severance costs, and it reduced its workforce by around 2.5%. The bank says that it expects to save about $200 million of expenses in 2024, as a result of these changes. Lastly, BMO reported $83 million in legal provisions from the quarter, and this includes a $25 million penalty from the SEC for allowing its employees to use third-party apps like WhatsApp to conduct their business. The bank also declared a $1.47 a share quarterly dividend. The forward yield on BMO today is 5.15%. Scotiabank did not have a good quarter. They reported net income of 2.21 billion, which is down 15% from uh, 2.6 billion last year. Their diluted earnings per share were 172 versus 209 year over year. Uh, Adjusted net income $2.22 billion, that was up from $2.17 billion the same period last year. Adjusted earnings per share were $1.73. These are down from $2.10 a year earlier. Like the other banks, they have dramatically increased their provisions for credit losses. They clocked in $819 million this year, and that is up from $412 million uh, a year ago. Scotiabank also cut jobs like the other banks. They uh, lost 475 jobs uh, in its Canadian banking unit. And the bank also declared a dividend of a dollar six quarterly The forward yield today is an attractive 6.93%. National Bank was the third bank to report. They reported net income of $839 million, which is actually up from $826 million in 2022. Diluted earnings per share were $2.36 versus $2.35 a year ago. Adjusted net income was $790 million. That's down 4% when we compare it with the $826 million they had back in 2022, and adjusted diluted earnings per share, $2.21, down from $2.35 a year earlier. Like the other banks, their provisions for credit losses increased as well. In this case, their provisions increased to $111 million, up from $57 million a year ago. The bank also declared a dividend of $1.02 per share, forward dividend yield today, 4.23%. Just a reminder, the Money Show in Toronto will be live in next... Friday and Saturday. Uh, We hope that you're able to come out to that. The tickets are free. Uh, Brandon and I will be there to appear on a panel. We'll be there joined by Canadian in a t-shirt. We'll be joined by the Humbled Trader. And also the the panel will be moderated by the co-founder and CEO of Blossom Social, Max Nicholson. So we hope that you're able to come out and join us there. We we met a lot of uh, our audience last year, live and in person. So we're hoping that we can do the same this year, next Friday, Saturday. If you haven't got your tickets, you get them now. Shares of Grayscale Bitcoin Trust were up around 17% yesterday on the news that the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit had ruled in favor of the company uh, in its lawsuit against the SEC. Now, this lawsuit was filed after the SEC had denied its application to convert the Grayscale, uh, Grayscale Bitcoin Trust into an ETF, but the appeals court overruled that decision, and this clears the way for Grayscale to proceed. In June 2022, the SEC had rejected Grayscale's application to turn its current Bitcoin fund into an ETF. Uh, Rather than reverse course, though, Grayscale just said, we're going to just sue you, and they went ahead and sued the SEC. Now, in the proposed structure, a spot Bitcoin ETF would be traded on a stock exchange, although the Bitcoin itself would be held uh, by the brokerage, and this would allow investors to add Bitcoin exposure to their portfolios without actually having to go out and directly own the coin themselves. On the news of this ruling, Coinbase shares jumped around 14% uh, yesterday. They were trading flat out of the gate this morning. Uh, Coinbase is listed as a custodian partner in a number of other Bitcoin ETF applications and it's felt uh, that this ruling will really pave the way for a host of other products in the space. Uh, There's currently applications uh, in the works by BlackRock, Fidelity, WisdomTree, Invesco, and others as well. Uh, the price of bitcoin itself also jumped around seven percent following the ruling. This ruling is somewhat of a split decision for SEC chairman Gary Gensler and although they lost this lawsuit um, kind of in a backdoor way this is going to grant the regulators some oversight over the uh, bitcoin spot market in general um, even though bitcoin was previously ruled not to be a security. There could be trouble ahead for the automotive industry, both here in Canada and in the US. Union members for the big three um, auto companies have voted uh, overwhelmingly, both north and south of the border, in favor of a strike mandate. Unifor members here in Canada voted over the weekend, and the UAW voted late last week. Um, in the states. This vote doesn't immediately trigger a strike but it does allow the union to call a strike if its a bargaining committees uh, can't secure new uh, collective agreements. According to Unifor, which is Canada's largest private sector union, it says that members of at, at Ford, GM um, and Salat all voted between 98 and 99 percent uh, in favor of the strike mandate. The current collective agreements, which cover about 18,000 workers at these three automakers, they're set to expire next month on September the 18th. I don't know about you, but every time I go into a fast food restaurant, I look at the the menu boards, I'm always struck by how amazingly delicious the food looks. And then of course, when you actually get your own food, you're generally gonna be disappointed compared to what the actual uh, picture looks like. Well, there are customers who are now taking matters into their own hands, and in a proposed class action lawsuit down in the U.S., Burger King has been accused of portraying burgers that make the food appear 35% larger and contain more than double the meat than the burgers that they actually serve. U.S. District Judge Roy Altwin in Miami he said that Burger King does have to defend itself against a claim uh, that its depiction of its whoppers in its in-store menu boards mislead reasonable customers. And he says that this could uh, amount to a breach of contract. Burger King responded and it says that it isn't actually required to serve burgers that look exactly like the pictures. But the judge said that he would leave that up to the jurors to tell uh, uh, to tell us what reasonable uh, people think. Burger King is a unit of Restaurant Brands International, which is headquartered um, in Toronto. Now in similar lawsuits, McDonald's and Wendy's, they're defending themselves uh, in a Brooklyn, New York a federal court. Also Taco Bell, which is owned by parent company Yum Brands, um, it was sued in a Brooklyn court last month for serving crunch wraps and Mexican pizzas that according to the lawsuit only contained about half as much of filling as actually advertised. The last remaining big Canadian bank to report is CIBC. They will report tomorrow, and I will update you on their earnings report and as well as sort of a summary of all the Canadian banks now that they'll all be in uh, with my next update. As always, I will have a link for our investing academy in the description of this video. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you in the next video.